live from Buffalo Wild Wings. Touchdown Raiders! Victory Las Vegas! I have nothing to say! This is Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy Q. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings. We are at a Buffalo Wild Wings, a different one each and every Friday, but we are here at 4280 Hualapai, uh, corner of Hualapai and West Flamingo. You cannot miss us. We're right down the street from the radio station. If you know where that's at, you're not very far away from the Buffalo Wild Wings that we're at. We've got a lot to get to in a little bit amount of time. We have Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com coming up at 430. We also have Josh Jacobs from the Raiders locker room earlier today. Vinny Bonsignor sent that over to us, so we'll have that in just a little while. But we do want to hear from you at 702-365-9200. And let me go ahead and and just lay it out what we've been talking about because sometimes the conversation gets diluted so what we've been talking about is the plan what we've seen from Vinny Bonsignor Vic Tafer Tashawn Reed uh, Paul Gutierrez has been articles about the Raiders possibly moving on from Derek Carr after this season and that these final four games is going to have to you know he's going to have to prove a lot as well as other players which is fine Going out and having to prove yourself, is, there's nothing wrong with that. Each one of us should have to prove ourselves every day as far as I'm concerned. Nobody should just be gifted a job, and that includes in the NFL. So him going out and proving himself in the next four days to prove that whatever option they had to pick up right after the Super Bowl, he's worth it, I think that that's fair. So only thing I'm talking about, because so many people are just like, well, get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. So what's the plan? If you get rid of him, then what? And when are you going to get rid of him? So I want a little bit of a deeper dive, a little bit more – concentration on the conversation, right? I mean, don't just call me and say, just get rid of him because he sucks. We've seen nine years of him, he sucks. Don't want him anymore. What I can say about Derek Carr is he stabilized the quarterback position. There was a big rotating door, like Fargo called in and said, there was a rotating door at that quarterback position for the longest, and then Derek Carr was drafted. Is he elite? No. Is he good? Sure. Should the Raiders want, want, uh, you know, want, to, want to have more? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. One, I say it all the time. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have the best. You could have something good and say, you know what, I want, I want something better. There's nothing wrong with that, right? That's, I think that that's how everyone should think. We should always expect the most. I know I expected the most from this team going into this season. I expected this team not to be a five-win team going into week 15, but a 10-win team. I really did. I expected them to be a, a playoff team, and maybe that's foolishness on my part. I'll own that. I'm okay with that. But that's what I expected, and I think that's what a lot of Raider Nation expected. So – my plan, and again, if you call us and let us know, let us know what your plan is. My plan is to draft all defense this upcoming draft in April, spend free agency money on keeping Josh Jacobs in-house and making sure the offensive line is solid, rock solid, something that was ignored throughout the offseason this past year. Let Derek Carr be the quarterback this upcoming year. See what it looks like with Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. Devontae Adams, a solid offensive line and a defense that's worth the salt. It's saying you hit on the guys, and, that, of course, that's always a big question mark as well. And if it isn't all that it's cracked up to be, okay, then do everything you can in your ability to trade up and go get the quarterback that you want in the following draft. Because I think then you can maybe have a chance of getting a dude like Caleb Williams, who I think is a difference maker. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to put that on anyone. That's a tall task. But I think he's going to be a hell of a player in the NFL. So if there is going to be a guy that I would – think that it would be great for the, the, the Raiders to have in the mix, it would be a dude like that. But by that time, there might be another dude that you look at and was like, no, you know what, that actually is the better one. Go get him. So that would be my plan. But what would your plan be? 702-365-9200. Let's go out to the phone lines and let's talk to – who are we talking to? Jared in Vegas. Jared, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? What's going on, you? Chill yeah, man. man. You know what? You know what? I, I, I like what you had to say. 
and I got my plan. I've been working on it. I got it written down. So, <laughs> in, in the in the order of this offseason, I say we got to retain Carr. I think it would be uh, I think it would be a mistake, or maybe not a mistake, but it would be rash and a little bit premature. This is exactly what he did in Denver. I hope he's learned from his mistakes. Let's not jump too early. Mm. So retain Carr. That's a good Definitely point. retain Carr. Try to sign Josh Jacobs. We got to try to sign him. And you know what? It's not my money, but I feel like it would have to be somewhere in that fourteen million dollar range. I think it's doable because you got guys like Saquon and you got Alvin Kamara out there. So Josh may not be tops on the list. Then I I know this one is not popular, but you got to trade Waller. We need assets, and Waller has been he's been a unicorn, but not in the good way. He's yeah. been a mystical creature. Okay. He's been a myth to this offense because he hasn't been around. After that, we got to try to make Chandler Jones. We got to try to entice him to retire. We need that money. We need that production, and we need eyes on the future. He ain't it. Solidify the O line, man. You know what, Derek? Back to Derek Carr. He hasn't had a chance in hell, and it's because of this O line. You know what? I understand he's been without weapons throughout the year, but. But they wouldn't have mattered because Carr hasn't had a second to think without that O-line, and they completely missed on their evaluation of the O-line. So they got to definitely solidify that. Next, I would, I would definitely go heavy on the defense. you got to go heavy, draft heavy on the defense, but I wouldn't go as far as to say every player. I think we got to go draft he- got to go heavy, and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of guys out there for the offensive line. We got like Eldon Jenkins or Mike McGlitchie or even Lincoln Tomlinson. These are guys who we can bring in. They can make us strong right from the get-go. And as far as the defense, we can bring in a Marcus Davenport if we get rid of Chandler Jones. We can maybe bring in a Deron Payne. We can bring in guys that are going to be available for at least, you know, three to five and give us their best three to five, not their last three to five. Okay, good stuff, good breakdown, man. You're right, you did, you had the plan, you wrote it down, and you stuck with it. I'm okay with that. Good stuff, Jared. It's great to hear from you, my man. And, yeah, um, that's, that's not a bad plan, right? And, and I like the point. I really do like the point that you brought up about don't be too hasty. Because, remember, when Josh McDaniels was in Denver, he moved on from his guy, Jay Cutler, immediately, right? Moved on from, from that quarterback, and, well, we all know how it all shook out. So maybe it would be – it would be smart not to be so hasty. And, again, give it a year, and hopefully these guys are healthy. Now, he did mention trading Darren Waller, and I know some, some of Raider Nation is okay with that. Some aren't. You know, I think that they paid him for a reason, and they haven't got their, uh, you know, they haven't got their return on investment yet. I don't know if they're going to, but there's that. So thank you, Jared, for that call. Really good stuff, man. Uh, LJ hit us with a text on the don'tbebroke.com text line. Derek Carr has deserved better than this organization has given. Any other quarterback would have forced his way out years ago. And had Indianapolis successfully plucked him away two years ago, Colts would have been in the AFC Championship game. To me, I break it down to this. Would changing the quarterback or improving the defense make this team better and lead to more wins? It's not even close. Improve the defense. Improve the overall depth of the roster. Then you can decide what you need to do or not to do with Carr. No reason to overthink it. That's from my guy LJ. Really good stuff. And, again, that's why I'm addressing the defense immediately. You know, you, you go and you build it from the, you know, the inside out. Get that defense where it needs to be, solidify that offensive line, and then, okay, hey, this is what you got. And this is something that, that we as an organization, if I'm in the organization, we as an organization believe that this is, should be a winner. And if it's not, then you go and you make your moves. So I think me and LJ are kind of close 
on the same page. Let's go back out to the phone lines, though, at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy Joe right here in Vegas. What's on your mind, Joe? Hey, I am so sick and tired of hearing this fan base bash on Derek Carr. He has tried every year to do his best. He's hurt. We all know he's hurt right now. And he's going out there, and he is giving it his all. And if the rest of the team will do the same freaking thing, maybe we would have more wins. It's not his fault that we did not win in L.A. If we would have won in L.A., it would be a total different thing. But to constantly sit there and bash on a dude that has given his heart and soul to this team is ridiculous, man. So, so what's your, what's your people, plan, Joe? What's your plan? My plan is what they need to do is they gave the bag to two guys who have not been on the field this year. Okay. And everybody just wants to bash on Derek Carr. Okay? He's doing the best thing he's doing. Give him a better offensive line to give him some time. Okay. Give him a better defense that can maybe stand up on a last-minute drive. Okay. Because our defense doesn't do it. Okay. He deserves another year in this system. Okay. I'm a season ticket holder, okay? So you agree and with I my believe, plan, then. So you're, you're, you're in agreement with my plan because that's exactly what I said. He deserves. You are right, Q. Out of all of the radio people, you don't bash him. Everybody else just goes along with everybody wants to do. Oh, replace Derek Carr. Not me, bro. That dude deserves another year. He does, a, he, he does another year in his offense. He's just constantly turnover, turnover. Give the guy a break. Nice, nice. I like it, Joe. I like the passion. Good stuff. And, yeah, I mean, that, that's – Kind of the approach that I took on this one, because I think, honestly, the guy gives you the best chance to win. I know everyone's not going to want to hear that. I think he gives you the best chance to win immediately, right? I think he gives you a best chance to win over any rookie that's going to be coming in, and I think he gives you the best chance to win over over any veteran that's out there that doesn't know this system. I mean, that's just, that's just straight up. Because if you bring in a veteran, and I know Cassie floated a couple ideas out when she was with us here at Buffalo Wild Wings, and we are at Buffalo Wild Wings at 4280, Hualapai, that's H-U-A-L-A, P-A-I. So on West, you could find it on West Flamingo and Wallapai. We're here at least till 5 o'clock. Come on by and get hooked up. But when Cassie was here, she threw out the name like Lamar Jackson, but she also said, oh, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Some people have thrown out Tom Brady. If they don't know the system, then what, what's it going to look like? You know, is it going to be any better? I don't think so. So I think that Derek Carr gives you the best chance to win right now. At some, some point, you're going to, you know, move to the future anyway. Let's go out to the phone lines one more time. Let's talk to Hardcore Raider. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Q? What up? Hey, so here, here's here's my plan, dude. Is like, well, first of all, as far as the Derek Carr thing, like, we got to be real. I mean, you know, I've been critical of him, but like, he's got to play better. Okay, so that's first first off. So, I was all for like moving on at the beginning of the year, but I switched my stance, and I'll tell you why. I've seen him take chances, uh, especially with Devontae Adams, and things that we've wanted to see for a long time, many many years. Okay, I felt like Gruden at times, maybe didn't want that. Maybe he didn't trust the wide receivers, stuff like that, okay? So, first of all, we need a quarterback that's willing to take chances, not throwing the ball down on third and fourth downs, okay? Next thing is Josh Jacobs. we got to sign him. These people, 
Saying get rid of Josh Jacobs, dude. I, I mean, I don't have anything nice to say, but you got to you got to check yourself because that dude is like the heart and soul of this team. They didn't, you know, vote him to move up to be one of the captains of this team for no reason. And then next thing is, as far as the draft, we do got to get a quarterback. There is a ton of quarterbacks that can be good quarterbacks, developmental quarterbacks in this draft. So I say keep Carr. You get a quarterback in the second round. There's going to be some quarterbacks that fall. My three. Uh, are Anthony Richardson, question marks, but he's got potential. And my other two, I'm not sure because they're juniors. I'm not sure if they're going to go in the, this draft or next year's. But the other two would be Grayson McCall with Coastal Carolina and Garrett Richardson from Syracuse. Both those guys have a lot of upside potential if they get developed. And, of course, we got to improve the defense. But, you know, I'm just leaving it pretty simple. And that would be my plan moving forward as far as the offense goes. So keep Carr and, you know, get somebody in the second round because there's going to be some good quarterbacks that can be developed and maybe like a Jalen Hurts uh, type, you know, that needs some time to develop. So okay. much love, man. Thank, thank you, Hardcore Raider. I appreciate you. I'm glad you had a lengthy call, too, because anyone, everyone behind the scenes don't know. Only DeMond knows and the people here at Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know what I was choking on, but I thought I was about to die. <laughs> I'm over here choking and choking, and I got a tear coming out my eye. I don't know what in the world was just going on. But, man, I'm like, you know when you like something goes down the wrong pipe or something, I don't know what it was, but DeMond is looking at me on this uh, Google Meets that we have, and he's laughing his tail off because he's like, are you okay? And, I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to get it together, man. I was struggling. So, hardcore, I needed that call more than you ever know. <laughs> so, appreciate the call and appreciate the plan. 4.15 is the time. Buffalo Wild Wings is the spot. When we come back, we'll get to some more of your calls and texts, but we got Josh Jacobs first. Josh Jacobs is in the locker room with the Raiders. Uh, Vinny obviously caught up with him earlier today, sent over that sound. We'll get it next. You'll hear from Josh Jacobs here on Raider Nation Radio 920. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Buffalo Wild Wings is the location. We're hanging out. We're at a different Buffalo Wild Wings every single Friday. It's awesome to be out of the studio and be able to be on location, be somewhere where there's a lot of great sports on on the different TVs. Right now I'm looking at the Incarnate Word and Dakota, uh, North Dakota State game going on right now, the NCAA AA, FCS Championship semifinals going on. Watching some NFL Network, watching some ESPN. There's a lot going on right here at Buffalo Wild Wings. So you can come on by and say what's up. We got Raider Nation in the building. There you go. There's a lot of folks here having a good time, and we got a bunch of prizes that we're trying to give out. So come on by to the, come to the table and get hooked up just like that. Got a lot of folks uh, calling in with their opinion, want to give their plan for the future, and that's okay as long as you have a plan. Don't just call me with a knee-jerk reaction with no plan. That's the thing. Everything has got to be a plan. You can't just go out and do something and not know what you're going to do next. Well, if you're going to make move A, What's move B going to be? So we'll get back to the phone lines in a hot minute. But one guy that I want you to hear from is Josh Jacobs. He was in the Raider locker room earlier today. Vinny Bonsignor, Heidi Fang, and others caught up with him. And he started off talking about that pinky. Uh, it, you know, it is what it is, for real. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, were you surprised you got, you got a throw to you right after, right after you came back in the game? Yeah. <laughs> or that, you're, or you almost had to throw it, didn't you? Man, I, I was kind of just like, yeah, I knew I wasn't throwing that ball when I got in. Yeah. Um, I guess how, how much could it affect you uh, this week? How much could it affect what you're trying to do out there? I don't know yet. I haven't got hit. I haven't got hit, so I don't know what it's really, you know, I can hold the ball and everything like that. So 
we'll see once, once I get hit on it a couple times. Yeah. Do, you, do you put any work in on the jugs machine to give it a shot to see how uh, it holds up in that regard? Not so much, just regular with DC, you know, just running my routes and just doing the, the normal routine. And I haven't dropped the ball yet, so, so you know, we'll see. You, you did that knock on the after we talked in Denver when you said you were talking about how good you felt. No yeah. bruises, no contusions, no nothing. In the past few weeks. Yeah. Just the way the season goes? Uh, I mean, I was due for it. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I mean, I went 10, 11 good weeks before, you know, anything. So it was it was bound to happen eventually. Josh, it sounds like the captains uh, gave you a pretty good honor um, by making sure that you're going to be a captain here for the rest of the season. What does that mean to you uh, from coming from them? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a great honor, uh, uh, you know, just to have that seat across your chest. Um, and, you know, just just to be able to see that the guys believe in me and, you know, uh, the work that I put in. But for me personally, I don't think that it really changed the way I go about my business. Um, like I said like I said earlier in the year when y'all asked me about that, um, I just come in and work and I lead how I lead, you know, and I, I, I just plan on continuing doing the same thing. To give you a different kind of sense of pride, though, running with that C on your chest? Yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. I only, I only say yes and no because to me in my head like I've I've already been leading you know I've, I've already been you know being able to talk to the guys uh, lead by and all, and all those kind of things so to me it's, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, it seems like you are you, you are playing on, on Sunday <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> nobody really doubted that I guess yeah, but, uh, nah, yeah. um, it, what's the key like do you think about it do you put extra emphasis on holding the ball is it like a thought or do you just try to block nah, it out man it's I feel like once you do that that's when you, when you're doing too much and that's when you fumble or that's when you you get hurt because you over or, you know overly thinking about it i'm just gonna go back uh go to you know do business as business is done for real and see how i go you just kind of landed on awkwardly on that, that yeah front. so it kind of got stuck underneath me and like my finger went out but my hand went the other way so yeah it looked nasty did you look at the did you look at the video i'm still trying to find it? a video actually because everybody keeps telling me the video was nasty i said it it probably was because it felt it felt like yeah you want to want to see it though low key i do <laughs> low key i do <laughs> josh that was a tough loss on on thursday night um is it better that you get a little bit of a break toward it uh, on sunday or would you kind of rather just get right back on the field yeah that them thursday night games man they tough you know they tough but I mean, for that next week, you kind of you kind of happy for it because it's almost like a mini buy. Right. You know, you, you kind of give yourself a chance to you know heal or whatever whatever it is, um, game planning or whatever. But Thursday games are tough. I saw you had that kind of splint on it. Do you expect to grab or tape somehow during the game? Yeah. Go. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Probably cast it a little yeah. bit. Wrap it up. See see how it goes. There you go. There is uh, Josh Jacobs in the locker room and a lot about the pinky, a lot of conversation about the pinky. And it sounded like Adam Hill was trying to get pull the video up on his phone or something. It was like, hey, you want to see the video of, of you falling? Yeah, I got it right here. It, it sounded like, damn near, sound like Adam Hill was about to show him the video. But uh, Josh makes it be known he's going to play on Sunday. Uh, I don't think that there's any doubt. I know he's listed technically as questionable, but I didn't think there was any doubt that Josh Jacobs was going to play. He's been giving it everything he's gotten and then some all year long. He's been rewarded as – the the other captains on the team said he needs to be a captain and I really like what he said you know yeah yes and no like it's a it's a big deal but he said that not really because he's he, he feels like he's already been leading and I think that 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 is that is a, a true sign of a leader like you don't need the title to be a leader you just got to go out there and do what you do 
and lead by example, and that's really what he's done. He really put it out there on the line for the silver and black. So I, I actually agree with him 100% that dude's been leading since day one. Regardless if he gets five carries or 25 carries, he's been leading and, and doing whatever the, the, the team has asked him to do. I think that's very important. Let's go out to the phone lines real quick. We'll take a couple calls before we get to Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com, letting you know where to lay your money this weekend. Let's start off with Jess Wynn, Wendy. I believe she's headed to Las Vegas. Wendy, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm at OAK. Nice, nice. <laughs> Oakland Airport, Wendy, is where she's at. Yeah, I am. And um, coming in, I got a couple of comments. Okay. Number one, it's just been like the last nine days. It, it, it just kind of bothered me because if we had beat the Chargers on Thursday and lost to the Rams the Sunday before, I think the conversation would have been very, very different. But the fact that we've had nine days to stew on that horrible loss has yeah. been really a bummer because we never got a chance to really be, you know, so happy about uh, beating the Chargers. But um, so that's just my comment on the the climate of Raider Nation right yeah, now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I know, but um, I like your I like your plan for next year because I'm kind of on the on the on the thing that. Um, I don't want to wait two or three years to develop another quarterback. Um, if we don't have Derek there, I think it would be great to develop a quarterback with Derek there. Yeah. I mean, look at Alex Smith, you know, how he was able to, to help until Mahomes went in. Yep. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all in on, on Derek for one more year, and, and then every penny going to defense. There you go. <laughs> except for what we've used to pay Josh. And you know what I got to say about Sunday, though? What's really cool is that I'm really hoping to see some Hunter because poor Day, poor Tay, he's been out there as wide receiver one and wide receiver two. And then we've got, you know, Holland and, um, and Cole being wide receiver three and X or whoever they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got now, you. Now we might have an actual wide receiver two out there, you know, and, and, I don't know if Darren's going to do much, you know, but he could also be a good decoy because he may not be able to run as fast and catch passes, but he could decoy for yeah. sure. Yep. So, you know, I'm hoping to see all these guys back in action this week, but definitely back in action next week. So um, I think, I think you know, I'm, I'm all positive. I'm always positive. I mean, <laughs> it was a horrible Thursday night. I mean, really horrible. But... I'm I'm all positive and I think things are going to go great and we'll just see how it goes on Sunday. I'm 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 looking for a win. There you go. Just win Wendy. That's what she does. She's at the Oakland Airport on her way to Las Vegas. 702-365-9200. We'll take your calls and we'll take your texts. We got Lee Sterling coming up. Demond, let me know who we got up next. That's what I was trying to tell you. Raider Mac. <laughs> Raider Mac, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? <laughs> What's up? What's up? Hey, great topic. Great topic. Thank you. And this is what I this this is what I would do. Um, first thing is to try to sign Josh Jacobs. Um, if I can't sign him, I, I'm, I'm I wouldn't use the franchise tag on him. Um, I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't I wouldn't okay. do the franchise tag. But I would try to sign him. Second thing, I, I, I'm with you. You got to draft some defensive players. This defense is bad. Has been bad for twenty. Years. Go look at the stats. We've been 20 or worse since Derek Carr been in the league, and in the last 20 years, we've been we we just been just been under. Uh, I think we've been like 23rd at the 
the best or, or se- no, 17th at the best. So you can't, you, you got to fix the defense. As far as Derek Carr, you got to keep Derek Carr. I'm not, I'm not, I think Derek Carr is the average quarterback. I don't think he's the elite and I don't think he's great. That's just my opinion right. from what I see. Uh, he has not, he has not risen. He, the team has not risen. He, he doesn't make players around him better. And that's the difference between him and Mahomes and the rest of these guys. That's, that's just my opinion. I think you keep him though. I mean, he's the average good quarterback that you, you need because you can't start over. This is just ridiculous to start over again. Mm-hmm. And all these people telling me that, uh, you got to get rid of Waller is ridiculous. You get rid of Waller for what? A third round? Is anybody in the third round going to be better than Waller? No, he's got injuries. That's part of the NFL. You go have guys that miss one or two seasons. That's just that's just how it is. And my final in the draft, like you said, I, I, you definitely got to get some secondary guys. You yep. got to get secondary. And and I'm gonna talk about your guy real quick. Hey, <laughs> this guy don't make plays. Hey, hey, I went back and watched the tape on on the, last night. I was watching the safeties for. Um, we don't have no impact player. In the back, in the back, and I'm not just blaming him. Give him one more year. I told you, I'll give him one more year. Yeah. But he just don't make plays. Right. I, I, it's just, it's just sad to see that he just don't make no kind of plays back there. And you name me one play he's made this year that's changed the outcome. I, no, and, none, and I hang none. up on that. But he, he has not he made any. Nope. Every other player in that that backfield has made something. Armin interception, even even. Hobbs intercept. This guy has not made anything, and 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 I, what I'm saying is that just maybe you need to change him from free safety and move him the corner. Move him the corner. He's got the build and he's got everything else. Move him from that position. Sometimes you've got to move pieces around for a guy to get better. Now I'm done with that. Thank you. And you guys have a good weekend. Hopefully we win this game, but it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, really it is. tough game. Yeah, it is. Thank you for the call, Raider Mac. I appreciate you. And, yeah, that's the problem with the Raiders' defense, and that's why they really need to go out and try to uh, make some plays and get some guys because they don't have enough playmakers. That's the difference. They're, and I, I brought this up a couple weeks ago. There's guys that make tackles, there's guys that make stops, and there's guys that make plays. The Raiders don't have very many playmakers on defense. Hobbs doesn't even have an interception this year. The only interceptions the Raiders have, two by Deron Harmon and one by Meek Robertson, and that's it. That's it. Three interceptions on the season. That's it. That's not enough. Right? There's teams that get three interceptions in a game. (laughs) Right? Raiders don't do that. They need playmakers. They need guys that naturally have ball instincts. What did Charles Woodson, the great Hall of Fame Charles Woodson used to say? See ball, get ball. That's what the Raiders need. See ball, get ball. They need guys that know what the ball looks like, know what it feels like, and want it. They need Hawks. Straight up, they need Hawks. And so that's that. there's a big difference. And, I, and look, again, I like Trayvon Merrick, but you're right. He, he hasn't made plays. And just because I like him don't mean he's going to be worth the salt. There's been plenty of players I've liked that ain't been worth a damn, right? I mean, he, he's got a lot to prove still. I'm, I'm hoping that he, he continues to improve. But, you know, it's it's been a year and some change of some sample size. And, you know, he has what, one career interception? like to see some more. Really would like to see some more. I'd like to see some plays made by Nate Hobbs. I think he's got the ability, but he ha- he doesn't have it right now. You know, he's got four games to show what he could do in this defense. All these guys got 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 something to show, something to prove. 433 is the time we're at Buffalo Wild Wings. When we come back, we'll talk to Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. He'll give you the latest and the greatest when it comes to the betting lines, and then we'll close out the show. It's Rare Nation Radio 920. 
Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time to take a look at the sporting lines with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. And it pays off in a touchdown. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And Lee Sterling joins us now on the phone lines for ParamountSports.com. And Lee, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. As always, my man, week 15 in the NFL got underway Thursday night. San Francisco top Seattle. And what do you think about San Francisco with Brock Purdy, man? It looks like they really haven't missed a beat. They haven't. I mean, and once they get Debo Samuel back, look out. That defense, one of the saltiest defenses. I would not want to be a receiver going across the middle in front of those linebackers. So um, DBs come up and hit and they cover. This is one of the best defenses I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, no, they're one of those defenses that go up, they'll hit you, and they'll create a turnover, right? And, and hell, they yep. might even score. <laughs> they're just that yep. stinking good. So San Fran gets the win over Seattle to start week 15 in the NFL, and we're here to talk about the NFL and also some college uh, co- college bowl games as well here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. So, Lee, let's go ahead and jump right into it, my man. Let's start off with the college bowl game. Let's start off with the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, Fresno State, the fighting Derek cars going up against Washington State. Uh, Fresno State right now minus three and a half. What are your thoughts on this one in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? Yeah, Washington State, uh, 12 guys enter the portal. I mean, they're going to be without their top two receivers, uh, Stribling and Ollie. These two guys combined for 94 catches, almost 1,100 receiving yards and eight touchdowns. Um, I mean, Cam Ward is decent. I mean, he's a decent college quarterback, but Jake Hayner's next level. Here's a guy and get this, just eight and a half games due for 18 touchdowns, just three interceptions, completed almost 73% of his passes and had an incredible 8.3 yards per attempt. He pushes the ball down the field when he plays. They are a different team here. I think this Washington State team is average at best. There's a reason Fresno went in to Boise and dominated that game. Fresno here. 41-25. Boom, there you go. That's a big-time blowout right there in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Fresno State over uh, Washington State big. Again, Fresno State is minus 3.5 in that one versus Washington State. Again, we're talking with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. You can find Lee on Twitter at Paramount Sports. This is Red Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Let's go ahead and get into the NFL, Lee. How about the Cleveland Browns? Still trying to figure things out with Deshaun Watson going up against the Baltimore Ravens, who could be on their second-string quarterback, maybe their third-string quarterback. The Browns are five and eight. The Ravens are nine and four. Cleveland minus two and a half versus Baltimore. How you feeling this one? You know, everyone talks about Minnesota being a fraud at mm-hmm. ten and three. I think Baltimore's a fraud at nine and four. I think that they're vulnerable. So without Lamar Jackson, uh, starting games one and four, the last five games, and and now I mean uh, they're just a two and a half point underdog here. I think they got some problems. I think that Sean Watson is getting close to turning it on. People bet him in the first game back. Big mistake. I don't bet stars when they're off lay- long layoffs here. So uh, I saw glimpses of it last week when you're out 700 days playing in, the, in an NFL game. The rust has to show, but I think he's going to turn it on, and this will be the game here. So the Browns outgained the Ravens 336 to 254 when they met in week seven. Still lost the game 23 to 20. The defense has been playing much better lately, the last three games giving up just 18 points per game here. I think Cleveland gets it done here. I think they're going to put a big L on this Baltimore Ravens team here. Baltimore might have the best kicker, but Cleveland, I think, has better offense, the better defense here. Lay the small spot here. Cleveland wins and covers here. 
28-17. Man, I'll tell you what, Cleveland wins that game. That's going to put a little bit of a monkey wrench in the Baltimore Ravens' plans because they got to win all these games. They really do. Yep. I mean, they're they're in a dogfight in their division, and uh, there you go. That's that's a big one. That could be a big loss for Baltimore if they take that L again. Cleveland is favored by two and a half versus the Ravens. All right, here we go, Lee. And <laughs> we're talking with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We got to finish off. We got to come home. The Raiders are hosting the Patriots. Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick. I mean, these storylines, they write themselves. The Raiders obviously coming off that terrible loss on Thursday night to Baker Mayfield and the Rams, and the Patriots coming off a win on Monday night football against the Cardinals. The Raiders are 5-8. and eight. The Patriots are 7-6. and six. Las Vegas, minus one versus New England. Thoughts on this one, Lee? Bring it home. So if you look at the numbers on offense and defense, uh, the Raiders should be actually favored probably by four or five points, but just can't close out games. But I think with uh, Derek Carr getting his two second and third tar- targets back here. I think he's going to have a big game here. So Josh Jacobs also will have some success against this New England defense, even though they're top rated, 10 rated here on defense here. But um, they're playing on the short week, and that's tough on teams, even though they stayed out west. Saw that happen with the Dolphins here. So uh, I just think that Bill Belichick's decision to put defensive coach Matt Patricia in charge of calling plays hasn't worked. Um, I think he'll end up making a change in the offseason here. The Patriots entered this game also uh, tied for last in red zone efficiency. I think the Raiders are going to hit on some big plays here, maybe even get a couple turnovers. Uh, this New England team, <laughs> they are not a team that deserves to go to the playoffs. I like the Raiders here. 26-21. 26-21. The Raiders squeak one out there at Allegiant Stadium. That would be nice to see again. Josh McDaniels versus Bill Belichick. Raiders-Patriots storylines write themselves. And uh, the Raiders need a little bit of good to happen to them these final four games of the season. And the Patriots, they need these games. They really do. So, really, the the Raiders could play spoiler uh, for New England as New England's trying to stay right there in that seventh seed uh, in the playoffs. So, there you go, Lee. Fantastic stuff. We touched on the bowl game and a couple of NFL games. Anyone wants to reach out to you, get some more information from you what do they need to do just go to the website paramountsports.com big weekend uh bowl games <laughs> we got a ton of them uh that start today uh seven through the end of the month also two weeks of the nfl we call it double down december just 197 gets you every single game in football through december 31st for the last five years we've been about 63 percent in the bowls and it gets tougher been studying like never before so you want to hop on board 197 Double down December special. Uh, like I said, 37 bowl games through the end of the month, two weeks of the NFL, and also UFC pay-per-view card going on Saturday. Starts at 1 o'clock out there, and uh, we're so sure we're going to win. Just $50. We don't have a winning card. You get all of our UFC cards in January for free. Just one place, ParamountSports.com. There it is. There it was. Great stuff as always. Again, Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com on Twitter at ParamountSports. With us here every Friday on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Lee, great stuff as always, my man. Definitely appreciate you. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. There he goes, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, with us every single Friday afternoon. Uh, we got about, what, 15 minutes? We'll hear from you, 702-365-9200. We also got the Don'tBeBroke.com text sign. 69187, keyword R&R. We'll also be going over to the Josh Jacobs meet and greet. Following this, we'll be heading over there. It actually gets started at 6. Damon and myself will both be over there. It's at the Valley Auto Mall at uh, Ford Country. And we're asking for a couple donations. Hopefully you're already registered. Asking for a couple donations. You can bring, you know, some canned goods, 
some fruit snacks, you know, some ramen, whatever, just a couple little things, whatever, whatever you can you can give, whatever you have maybe in your cabinet or whatever, and you say, you know, I can I can give this up. That would be cool. We collected a lot of of goods last time we had this, and we're hoping to do the same thing this time. And we even had people last time that weren't able to get in because the line was too long that just said, hey, you know what? Here's some here's some canned goods. Can you guys take them inside for us? And that's what we did. 280 North Gibson Road is the exact address where we'll be at. Damon just sent that over to us. Thank you so much, Damon, for that. I do appreciate you. Uh, so that's going to go down starting at 6 o'clock at uh, Ford Country. So at the Valley Auto Mall, it should be a lot of fun meeting and greeting with the leading rusher in the NFL, one Josh Jacobs. But, again, we'll take your calls and texts, 702-365-9200. Don't be broke.com, text line 69187, keyword r Got a text from the 510. Quarterbacks don't win rings. Defenses do. Brady's rings always came with the top ten defense. Mahomes' ring came when the defense was clicking. Manning Brothers' rings were because of the defense. Breeze's only ring came because of his defense. Flacco got a ring. Defense won that game. Wilson with the LOB. That's the Legion of Boom. Warner lost because of a defensive touchdown. How far back should I go for Raider Nation to get the picture? Defense, defense, defense. All right. That'll work. I like it. And I do think that quarterbacks will <laughs> help you get there. And I do think that the quarterback that the Raiders have can help you get there. I really do. But also, going to your point, the defense is a big deal. The defense needs to be much upgraded. There needs to be many massive upgrades to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, got a text from Raider Steve from, Freno, uh, from Reno. Excuse me. Quick afterthought. Give me a quarterback that demands accountability like Fred Warner last night and Cadillac Williams on the sideline. Coaching Auburn against Alabama. Again, that's Raider Steve from Reno. He likes somebody who's fired up. I'm okay with that. Just when Wendy said I for, forget just when just when Wendy said I forgot to say it, so you say it for me. Raiders. That's from Just Win Wendy, who's hopping on that bird and flying to Vegas to get ready for that game on Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. Let's go out to the phone lines and a highly anticipated phone call at 702-365-9200. Vegas Jess, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Thank you. How you doing, man? I'm uh, over here at uh, Ford Country uh, waiting in line to meet Josh Jacobs with all the Raider Nation and stuff over here. What does it look um, like? What does it look like? How, how packed is it already? Oh, uh, It's already... It, it, it's pretty packed. I'm, I'm going to say at least, I don't know, 50 to 75 people already, and I nice. know we got about an hour and a half. Nice. And people are filling in. But, um, yeah, hey, so I, I know we were talking. I, I heard you guys talking about uh, quarterbacks and stuff, and I just wanted to say, you know, I, what was it? Uh, Nick Foles and, and Brad Johnson won Super Bowl, right? Yes, sir. I believe we could do it with Derek Carr. I think he's very... Uh, I think he's good enough to do it. Look at Matt Stafford. You know, you, you I, you know, he won. I think, I, I think we could do it with with Carr. If they move on from him, they move on from him. I'm Raider Nation. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not tied to a player. There you okay? go. Yeah, I like it. I, I'm down with the shield. But hey, Q, real quick. Um, hey, there is video Raider Nation. There is video out there of me scoring a touchdown on on Q. <laughs> I faked him, juked him out. So let that be known. Okay, and uh. Thank you for taking my call, Q. All righty then. Vegas Jess right there with the dagger at the end. The dagger. There's video evidence of me scoring a touchdown on Q. Devon, do we still have that sound in the, in the system for me falling? My hand is fully healed from that too, by the way. <laughs> Vegas Jess is the, uh, the, the one who uh, was the offensive pass interference on me. 
and then we might have ran it back at his house, and he might have scored a touchdown on the last play. Might have. Like he said, there's video evidence out there. I like, I like how Vegas Jets dropping those little nuggets at the end. Thank you so much for that call, my man. I do appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Got a text from Big Dub Raider Q. Hope to catch up with you before the game Sunday. My son's birthday is Sunday. He wanted to go to the home game. Hope the Raiders can get the win for him on his birthday. Thank you for all you do. Go Raiders. And Big Dub Raider, I'll tell you like I tell everyone else, man, make sure you come to the torch, man. Come to the torch. Get to Allegiant Stadium a little bit early. Uh, you know, if you're going to get your tailgate on, get your tailgate on. But the torch is where everyone hangs out, right? Before kickoff, everyone is at the torch hanging out. I'll be doing my show, the pre pre-show from 10 to 11 and then JT the Brick and Eric Allen will take over from 11 to just about game time then they'll pass the sticks on to Jason Horowitz and Lincoln Kennedy but uh, we're all out there we're all out there so definitely come on by say what's up we'd love to meet your son we'd love to meet you just uh, everything man just just that's the spot to be is right there on the torch at Allegiant Stadium Uh, let's see we got uh Got a text from the 707. No one is bashing Carr. The man is doing everything he can, but what he can do just isn't enough to be a winner in the NFL. That's the bottom line. That is from the 707. So there you go. I like that. Uh, Got another text from the 702. Follow up with a better roster with depth and improved defense. Your team can support a rookie quarterback if you so choose, but a rookie quarterback would drown in this roster. So uh, there you go. There's somebody talking about a a rookie quarterback for, I guess, this next coming year. And uh, up, up. upgraded an upgraded defense and offensive line okay well I, I i don't think that that's gonna set the team up for success immediately i think that that's something that you would have to try to develop especially with this system you know i mean think about this go back to mac jones as a rookie with the patriots did he look like a quarterback that was gonna go win the super bowl i mean i'm just asking for a friend right i don't think i don't think that that was what that looked like i think that it was decent but it wasn't it didn't look like a team to me it didn't look like a guy that was ready to go win a super bowl i think Derek carr right now and even next year will give you the best chance and opportunity to do the ultimate goal, which is win a Lombardi. Damon, you said you had that, uh, that sound from Vegas Jess and myself? Yeah, I got it. All right, let's go ahead and hear it one more time. Oh, my God. Are you okay, Nick? your husband. the ankle. We need a medic. We need a medic. That will go down in history. Right there. That was Vegas Jazz pushing off on me. Gave me the offensive pass interference. Now, that was that was fun. I'm um, fully healed from that. Got new shoes, so I'm good to go. <laughs> but Vegas Jazz, shout out to you. We'll see you over there at Four Country in just a little while. Got time for a couple more texts and a couple more quick calls. Raider Rob in Atlanta said, keep car for 2023. Being a USC fan, I would love if we were able to draft uh, Caleb Williams. But unless we were to tank the next season, I don't see how we'd be able to draft him. In what scenario does a p- team pass up on him in the draft? I've seen enough losing over the last 20-plus years, so I don't like the idea of tanking the season. That would play right into the mediocre culture we seem to have gotten going for the last 20 years. Raider Rob there in Atlanta. I'm with you, and I, I'm, I'm just saying go and, and make a trade. What I've seen over the years is teams have proven if they want a certain guy, then they're willing to go and make a move for him. Just like the Raiders wanted Devontae Adams, so they gave up what it, what it cost to get him. The 49ers gave up what it cost to go get Trey Lance. I would, I would say if you're one, if you feel like this is this is my this is my my thinking, my rationale here, and my thinking don't always have to be right. If you if you believe you're one Caleb Williams away, and maybe by that time, like I said, maybe in 2023, maybe there's another guy, that, maybe there's two or three guys that you feel like this is the dude. These guys are dynamic. They're next level guys. Maybe that's the case. But if you feel like you're one Caleb Williams away, you go and do what you take do to have to go get him. 
If you got to give up multiple first-round picks, that's fine. If your defense is already intact, that's fine. If your offensive line is already intact, that's fine. If your playmakers are already intact, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you understand the point. Like, if, if you already have your team built, if you believe fully that the plan is, is right there and the team is built the exact way you want it, all you are is that quarterback away, you go make that move. Remember when the Chiefs traded up from, what, 24 to go get Patrick Mahomes? They traded it to the top 10 to go get him. They traded a number 10 to go get him from 24. Yeah, they had to give up a lot, but now when they look back, do you think they mind giving up those first-round picks? They got Patrick freaking Mahomes. They're not mad at that, right? They're not worried about that because they believe the next first-round pick is going to be a late-round pick because that quarterback is so stinking good, I'm going to win some Lombardis. That's what I'm talking That's the rationale. The Chiefs didn't have to trade up. They traded up to go get him, but if they didn't believe they had a team, they wouldn't have done it. But they believed that they had a team good enough, but their quarterback, Alex Smith, couldn't get him to the promised land. So what they did is go out and get a guy that they said, that's a dynamic kid. He's fantastic. He didn't win a lot in college because his coach stunk. But I can make him a winner. That's what Andy Reid said. And look what happened. I guarantee nobody even knows what the Chiefs gave up to go move up, right? You know why they don't know? Nobody cares. <laughs> the quarterback is so good, nobody cares what they had to give up. At all. I mean, who can tell me right now, without Googling it, what the Chiefs gave up to move up to number 10 to go get, get Caleb or not Caleb Williams, go get Patrick Mahomes? Nobody. Nobody knows. Because that's how good he is. Didn't even matter. If they gave up five first-round picks, they would have done it. They didn't, but they would have because he's that good. So that's my point. So we'll see what happens. But it's been a fun conversation. When the articles came out about moving on from D.C., uh, next year, I decided that I thought it was a good conversation without coming out and just bashing the guy. And I know there was a couple people that called in and bashed him. But for the most part, I think everyone had a pretty good idea of what the exercise was supposed to be about the plan in place, how the team moves forward in a constructive kind of way. So thank you for all the calls. Thank you for all the texts. If you're going over to Ford Country and the Valley Auto Mall, we'll see you in a little bit. Damon will be there. I'll be there. And, of course, Josh Jacobs is the main event. He'll be there as well. So we'll see you at the Torch on Sunday. And uh, have a good time, Raider Nation. It's Raider Nation Radio 920.